This is the PSA Podcast, where we deep dive into the business of technology and automation. Hello, and welcome back to the PSA Podcast, where we deep dive into the business of technology and automation. I'm your host, Joe Redding, the Director of Sales and Business Development here at Production Systems Automation, and I'm joined by my partner, Marty Wolf. You can find more information about PSA at www.psasystems.com. Good morning, Marty. How you doing? Doing great, Joe. Thanks for uh, allowing me to be a part of this again. Uh, I'm excited Absolutely. about this opportunity, you know. Always great to uh, co-host with you for sure for the PSA podcast. So today we'll be discussing the business and technology behind industrial material handling, uh, distribution, and integration services. So that said, we're joined by Doug Ritterman, the vice president of Conveyor Handling Company, also known as uh, CHC as when we're collaborating with him. So Doug began his sales career in 1999, and he is the third generation to be part of CHC. So providing insight um, <clears throat> and guidance uh, to the entire CHC team, Doug helps the team create industry-leading material handling solutions for their customers. So over the years, he's seen many different challenges that their customer face, and it's because of seeing those challenges and those experiences that he's been able to develop successful solutions that has uh, his firm uh, and that he has a firm grasp on the strategies that will best serve their customers' needs. So CHC is a full-line material handling systems integrator providing custom design solutions for all material handling challenges. They partner with their customers to offer the latest innovative technologies and solutions. From a single item or replacement part to a complete turnkey system, CHC is an industry leader in finding and implementing the right material handling solution, ensuring that it meets or exceeds their customers' expectations. So, wow, hey Doug, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Joe, you looking for a job in sales, by the way? <laughs> Sounds that way, right? <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy. Mike McHale might be listening to this. <laughs> easy. You know? <laughs> I, could, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, Well, you know, Doug, you and I have had some history together for sure over the years. You know, in my prior life with uh, ABB Robotics, you know, we collaborated and, and that's where we first started uh to develop the relationship that you know we continue to nurture today so really appreciate that appreciate your team and you know yourself there at conveyor handling company and uh, really looking forward to this podcast to learn a little bit more about yourself and and also the company and and the services that you provide that sounds great yeah so let's just jump right in there and try to peel back the onion on on conveyor handling and yourself right so um third generation you know business owner, you know, involved in the company. So what made you get involved with, you know, conveyor handling as, you know, getting out of college or school and saying, hey, I want to get into sales and, and, and the industry here of uh, material handling, distribution, and keep this uh, generation generational business moving forward? What, what was the, the drive there? Yeah, no. Um, so obviously, you know, grew, grew up around the company. It's, all, it's always been uh, a part of my life. Um, you know, in, in, in one way or another, being around the company growing up with my folks, my, you know, my, my grandparents, my grandfather, you know, starting the company, my folks and aunt and uncle, you know, then uh, I took over the company after he retired. And so it's just been an integral part of, 
you know, of our family, of our daily life, you know, working in the working in the shop in 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 high school, sorting nuts and bolts, and then uh, going out and working uh, in the field with our installation team uh, in the summers during high school, uh, getting into sales, uh, in, you know, in college, um, you know, and then and then as you get older, you kind of have to find your own way, and so you know, you you say, well, maybe maybe I want to go do something else, and I think you have to, you know. Uh, I, I had fortunately I had the opportunity to to do that and um, but but the the company had you know it, it lured I would I don't want to say lured me back but um, you know it kind of has a gravity where where because it's such an important part of my life and my family um, it's something that I uh, I I then had the interest to to get involved with you know after I had 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 those other experience in, in, in other other businesses, you know, mm-hmm. in other other industries. Uh, for me, it was uh, finance and, and commercial real estate. Um, and but but really, um, really sales was was kind of where I started after college. So um, getting involved with with those industries, uh, you know, in a sales role, uh, kind of honing my sales skills, then I wanted to get involved with a company uh, you know, in, in that role. So that's kind of where, that's kind of where I, uh, uh, came into the company, you know, I want to say it's been, I don't know, maybe 10, 10, 12 years ago at this point, uh, mm. in a, you know, as a sales engineer in a sales role. And that's kind of led me to where I am today. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So you didn't start with the company right out of college. You, you decided to go other avenues and explore other ways to, uh, to enter the, the working force, right? So that's right. Fin- that's right. Yeah. And, yeah I mean, huh? and I think that's a, I think that's, I mean, at least for me, I think it was a, a, a very important thing that I needed to do for myself. Um, and I think having those other experiences in those under other industries gave me a, a, a different perspective, uh, a d- different set of experiences, um, being involved with other people's companies. You know, they were, I worked for a couple of other small businesses, you know, and, and so seeing how, those those owners ran their businesses and how they ran them well, how they ran them differently, you know, and and being able to uh, bring those experiences here to me now in my role, uh, you know, kind of running this business, you know, and and learning learning from those experiences, trying to uh, apply some of those some of those uh, uh, successes, the things that I saw them do that were successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody has a different way of doing things. You have to do you have to do it the way that works for you. That that's going to be the right fit, um, and that's you know kind of how what we do for our customers with with our systems. You know, it has to be the it ha- you know we work with the leading manufacturers in the industry um, as an independent systems integrator, and that way we are able to provide the solution that is truly the best fit for our customers. So I think there's. Uh, there's a lot of similarities with with how how you know I need to run the business that's the best fit for me and and you know in the same way we are providing solutions that are the best fit for our customers. Right. So let's talk a little bit about the longevity of the of the company. So again, you're in the third generation. Um, how did Conveyor uh, Conveyor Handling actually get started in the industry? Was was it uh, truly what you're doing today or has it evolved over the years? It's, it's definitely evolved over the years. Um, my grandfather, uh, he was, uh, he was an engineer, uh, out of college and he was, uh, went to work for uh, one of the uh, conveyor manufacturers at the time, uh, Rapistan. 
uh, as one of their engineers. And um, he would accompany the salesman uh, to to uh, to the you know the customer's facility. Uh, he would do the drawing. He would put together the pricing, and then you know the salesman would would go out and hopefully win the job. Uh, and then he would be involved with some of the detail engineering and, and engineering after the after the order. Um, and so then he, he over over the years he gained a lot of experience doing that. And then he went to work for a another uh, distributor. Um, he was uh, involved with sales. He wanted to get into sales at that point, so he uh, 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 was very successful uh, in that regard, and um, you know built up his his book of customers. And one of the other uh, conveyor manufacturers, uh, I think their I think the story was their their distributor, the the owner of their distributor in Baltimore uh, uh, passed away. Uh, they, uh, he had a falling out, my grandfather had a, like a falling out with his, uh, uh, current employer. And so then decided this was the right time to then go out and, you know, hang his own shingle, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, uh, so he did that. And, uh, we so started out his own company at, working out of his garage, um, really doing, doing everything at that point. It was just him. And, I, and, and then his, his first employee was, uh, my dad actually, oh. uh, and he, my dad would, uh, do a lot of the installation work, um, so they would go out and they would, you know, they would, they would. He would meet with the customer. He would uh, design the system, quote it, uh, win the job, and then it, you know, my dad would lead the installation team with, you know, other subcontractor or you know, employees at the time, uh, and then uh, and then slowly over time uh, built up that business, and then he brought in my uncle to uh, to help with sales, and so my dad kind of doing the you know the operations installation, my uncle. Helping with sales, and then uh, uh, my mom and my, my aunt then came on board. You know, a few years after that, and then slowly over time, they added some more uh, installation technicians. They added uh, uh, some more administrative people. Um, eventually, he needed to move out of the house, so then he, you know, he he, he right. bought a building and then uh, uh, put up a put up a, a small warehouse. You know, it was a it, the the building was a house. Uh, a few miles up the road here, and they mm-hmm. converted that into an office. They uh, built a small uh, metal building as the warehouse behind that, oh, wow. uh, and then they, they over the years they they renovated and expanded that, uh, and eventually outgrew it. And then we moved into our current facility here. We've got about thirty thousand square foot uh, building here with our office and our warehouse uh, uh, in Elkridge, Maryland, uh, where mm-hmm. we still are today. We moved here in um, uh, I believe nineteen ninety six. Uh, I think it was so. But yeah, so it's been a it's been an evolution over time. Um, uh, you know, we're we're a pretty conservative company, kind of slow and steady, uh, wins the race approach. Um, we like to to make sure that we don't uh, you know we don't we don't uh, uh, get out too far over our skis. Um, and uh, you know we you know we we our employees rely on us. Uh, we have employees that have been with us for you know four plus decades uh, in wow. several cases. Uh, and, and a lot that aren't too far behind that, you know, that have really been with us over the years, that have grown with us over the years, that have been moved, you know, promoted up into very high leadership roles uh, from, you know, uh, uh, entry level positions when they when they first started decades ago. And so it's a really important it's a really it's very important to us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the you know, the the trust that they put in us to uh, make sure that we uh, run this company well. Uh, and then we can continue to do that into the future. Wow. So that speaks uh, volumes, of, I would imagine, of the company culture and how that's been, you know, was established and, and continues to to evolve and, and deepen as the company matures over these years, right? 
we really we really try to to do that. I mean, we're not a, we're definitely not a huge company. We're a family-owned company, um, but we 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 really do try to 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 do things the right way. Um, we we try to you know we try to find um, a people with you know good people, good character. That's kind of really where where it starts. Um, you know, we try to lead that way, um, and I and I think you know you, ha- you when you when you when you have good people then it, you know, it really helps create a good culture. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't take long for, uh, you know, for, um, you know, one, one person with the wrong attitude to, uh, you know, really create a bad environment. And, um, and we really try to stay away from that, but, uh, but Hey, we're not, we're not perfect. We don't, we definitely don't do everything right, but we, we really try hard to, uh, to do our best in that regard. That's fantastic. Marty, Marty, what do you think? Uh, I think, uh, we should collaborate and write a book with Doug uh, about what he just said. This is recorded so we can steal everything that he just told us and make it the first part of the book. Um, Yeah, great, great story, Doug. As Joe knows, I'm into the whole culture thing and the development and the education of the the leadership and management and all that kind of stuff. But back up for a minute. Did your family encourage you to go outside the company for your first opportunity? Did they encourage that or was- Absolutely (laughs) not. Okay, I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, and that maybe that had maybe that had a lot to, to do with me, you know, wanting to do my own thing. You know, when you're young like that, you you, you want you don't want to do what your 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 folks are telling you to do. You know, you want to go the opposite. So I don't know, I don't know, but that's that's what I that's what I did, and um, that's my experience. And I feel like uh, you know, for the reasons I described, it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a good thing. Most so. of the time, that does work best. My experience, I mean, they, and that is know, it, the best experience. And, and so it's 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 a tough, you know. It I get it can go can go both ways. I could see. I mean, if you do that, then you have that many more years in in this specific business. Um, but on the other side of that, maybe then at, at a certain point, you say, you know what, I'm 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 burnt out. I'm sick of doing this, or you know, whatever whatever it might be. I don't know. Um, but for me, it was um, it was needing to. I guess have other have other experiences uh, yeah. in in my life in in business um, to see you know I kind of I kind of I knew how I knew how this company uh, was I knew how it was run um, and I was maybe curious I was curious to see what I could do outside the company maybe proving to myself um, you know that I didn't need to rely on my family's yeah. business um, yeah. you know for success that I could do it on my own you know I. Um, I don't know, but, um, great experience. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I had a desire to, to go and, uh, and to do, to do something else, you know, to do it, to, to get involved with other, you know, other my get started in my sales career in different businesses. Yeah. And it gives you kind of a fresh perspective, maybe, you know, different, yeah. different look at it coming in. Then. Yeah. So great. So Doug, um, if an individual wanted to get one of our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, uh, how can they do that? Sure. Um, you can, uh, you know, Email Doug at conveyorhandling.com um, would be probably be the best way. Okay. And your website is? www.conveyorhandling.com. Great. So um, so how do you go to market today? What is your, your value proposition, your business model today? Yeah. Um, really what I would, you know, I would say our value proposition is that uh, we are, um, we're a large enough company that we can provide cutting edge, uh, leading material handling and storage solutions uh, for our customers 
uh, and partnering with the top manufacturers in the material handling industry. You know, we can we're, uh, we can handle very large, complex systems, um, um, many different types of applications across a very wide range of industries. But our company is not so large uh, that we are also able to give our customers uh, the very close attention uh, that that they deserve. You know that these projects deserve. You know these these people. Um, you know our uh, you know our customers their their jobs are on the line in a lot of cases when they try to execute these projects you know that's and so that's what we we need to make them look good we mm. we need to make them successful you know if we make them successful then then we're successful right. um, we have a happy we have a happy customer that that you know wants to continue to work with us uh, into the future and so and so really um, it doesn't take, we can do the big projects, but it doesn't take the really big projects to get our attention, you know, to, to get us out there. Um, we, we also love uh, the small and medium sized projects. So, um, and, and we're also very flexible. We're easy to work with. Um, there's a lot of companies out there that do these big projects and they're these great big companies, um, you know, much larger integrators. And, um, and, and so we try to be, we try to be very easy to work with. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that change, you know, throughout a project uh, from the concept stage all the way through commissioning, uh, through, uh, uh, you know, while, while the break-in period uh, down the road where you need post-commissioning service, you know, life cycle support. Uh, and that's one of the other things that sets us apart is having a very robust uh, service department mm -hmm. uh, to be able to offer 24-7, 365 uh, emergency, emergency and uh, schedule preventative maintenance service uh, right. to our customers. So uh, I, I would say really that's that's our value uh, proposition that really sets us apart uh, in the industry. That's great. And for our listeners, uh, there's a distinction, I think, you know, when, when you, you talk about integration, right? So PSA is a systems integrator as well, much like conveyor handling. We, we integrate uh, robotics, some, some, you know, hard automation, controls and stuff like that. So that's like a, from a robotics uh, integrator. How, define an integration or integrator in your sense in the material handling world. So really what, you know, we're not a conveyor manufacturer. We're not a rack manufacturer. We're not a robot manufacturer, you know, like, like, like you guys, uh, what we're, what we will do is we, we provide a solution. So whatever that customer's challenge is, where they need to fit more in the building, they need to get more production through their facility. Um, they need to be able to pick their orders more efficiently. Uh, they need to be able to pack their orders more efficiently, whatever, whatever that material handling challenge might be in that, uh, in that uh, 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 production or uh, distribution uh, facility, we are going to then go to the manufacturers in the industry, the, the conveyor manufacturers, the rack manufacturers, the robot manufacturers, um, the, the, the order picking uh, solution uh, manufacturers, so the, 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 the software company, um, mm -hmm. to be able to put, to design a system. We're going to design that, how that conveyor, the path of that conveyor system, uh, what that robot cell uh, needs to look like, uh, that that pallet handling system after the 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 pallets are built uh, to feed it to the stretcher. We're going to design the layout of that system, and then what needs to be included uh, from the different material handling uh, uh, equipment manufacturers. You know what what conveyor components, what rack components, whether it's pallet rack, pushback rack, flow rack. Uh, if it needs a pick to light solution, 
uh, if, you know, robot cells, uh, and then make sure that we uh, use the relevant product specifications, obviously the, you know, the, 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 the weight of the product, the size of the product to make sure all that's going to work mm-hmm. properly. Uh, and then we're going to, um, obviously we're going to, we're going to implement that solution. So we're going to purchase all these components from the different manufacturers. Uh, and then we're going to do the mechanical installation, uh, in the facility of these, of, of this equipment. Uh, we're going to do the uh, electrical wiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to, uh, install the control system. Uh, the, you know, the control panel and the PLC programming behind that. Uh, we're going to uh, bring in the software company to integrate whatever WCS software uh, or other software that's needed for uh, uh, scales, print and apply, uh, scanning, etc. Uh, to be able to put together a turnkey solution for the customer. And we, we will manage that. You know, the, the best way I can describe it is almost like a, almost like a, a general contractor, mm. you know, so to speak. So we are, we are going to supply all the material and labor uh, that's required and, and manage the project uh, during the execution stage and then uh, uh, through the, the commissioning and acceptance period with the customer. Right. So I, I would imagine then, because you, you kind of have a lot going on under that umbrella, as you say, like as a general contractor, so to speak. So I really think, you know, it sounds like partnerships would be pretty important to you as well, having trusted partners under in your network, With, without without question, and um, it you know, fortunately we have uh, a number of of partners in the industry. You know, that I mentioned you know we work with the leading manufacturers, but um, you know going back decades uh, to when our company first started, you know we still have some of these relationships with these different manufacturers that we established, you know at at when our company first started and. And then that we established over the years. And so we, you know, and, and we it probably, we, we work, obviously I could, you know, we work with somebody different at that company than when our first, our company first started, right. but right. And that, that company was probably acquired or merged with another company or has a different name, you know, but it's still that kind of that same, same mm-hmm. legacy, uh, a manufacturer that we're, we're purchasing, whether it's conveyor or, or rack or, you know, whatever that, whatever it is, um, mm-hmm. you know, the different uh, subcontractors that we use, you know, we, we need to, we rely on them that, you know, we have many, many different uh, projects that we've done and we build on that, those experiences. And so then we can bring that to the next one, you know, that expertise, we know, you know, we, we know what not to do. We know what, you know, what, what, what manufacturer of what type of equipment we, we need for a specific application, you know, wh- whether it's a, you know, a stainless steel wash down food and beverage or, or whether it's, um, a, a, a you know very heavy industrial chemical type application. We we know we you know we know which manufacturer is going to be right for that particular application based on our our previous experiences over the years. Hey, maybe maybe one didn't go so great, and we yeah. know we don't want we don't want to do that again. You know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, so uh, so you, you you know you get better over time. But our manufacturers, the the partners that we work with, um, they also have uh, other integrators like ourselves that they work with. And so they have a, a whole um, a different set of, of experiences and applications that they've been involved with. And so we'll go to them and with a, with a particular application, describe it. We for, we may think that you know maybe their their uh, whatever model of conveyor is, is is best for it. They may say, you know what, we actually did this before, and mm-hmm. it's it's not. We need to do something different. Or you know what, sorry, we're not the right fit for this. And, and you know that we rely on them. And um, and so that's really helped us over the years to be able to bring in our engineering expertise and rely on their engineering expertise to be able to uh, provide a successful result for our customers. Um, 
and and again, not just with the manufacturers, but with with our subcontractors. Um, you know, we we have our own uh, installation department, our own installation technicians. Uh, we you know we use a, a subcontractors for electrical wiring. Uh, we do some of our own controls. We also rely we rely on uh, subcontractors for for uh, you know our larger control systems, uh, and um, having those long-standing relationships with those companies. You know, getting getting through the these projects, um, think things change, uh, problems pop up. Um, uh, it, you know, it's 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 going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. It's inevitable, and you you, you may not you, you may not know what it's going to be, but it there's going to be something, and you need to know that you can count when you know when those bombs are dropping you know you you've got people in the trenches uh, mm-hmm. that are going to have your back and that are going to stay with you they're going to stick it out and even when the going gets tough they're going to stick it out and they're going to do do the right thing and they're going to uh, you're they're, they're going to they're going to make it work and and you know we we that's that's our approach that's you know sometimes um we run into these challenges on these on these uh, uh installations um, just like anybody else does, and if anybody says it tells you they don't, they're they're flat out lying. Um, <laughs> but you have to stick it out. You have to get through it, and you have right. to get the right result for your customer. You know, they're relying on us to do this. They're relying on us to be the industry experts. Uh, and so, you know, if we made a mistake uh, or if something popped up unexpectedly, you just have to work through it. And we need to rely on our partners uh, to be able to 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 be there with us through those challenges and get to the other side. And you so, know what? What what that does is it just it just strengthens that relationship that you have with them, and it's you yeah. know it, it means it, it, those conversations aren't aren't all pleasant. Uh, you got to have those uncomfortable conversations, and 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 having those 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 long relationships and that comfort level with them allow you to have those conversations, um, maybe to to be more open and transparent with each other and more frank at times. Yeah. Um, and to be able to have productive discussions and to figure out what the solution is going to be to, 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 to you know, to, to be able to get the, that result. Um, and so it, it just, you know, it's just so important to, to have those, uh, to have those relationships for all those reasons. Great. Marty, anything on your mind? Uh, well, I think one of the notes that you sent me is, and, and I'd like to know, um, how do you, You've touched on it. You have relationships, but do you have a structured way of going to market? For instance, do you go to trade shows? Do you have a direct mail list? Do you use social media, et cetera, et cetera? How do you go to market? Obviously, you've had some success. How do you how do you do that? Yeah, no. Um. So we have a team of uh, ten sales engineers. You know, outside outside sales engineers uh, who cover a different territory. You know, really kind of boots on the ground, uh, up and down. Let's call it, you know, mid Atlantic up to, you know, up to the northeast, uh, 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 down to the southeast. So, you know, kind of in this, it, uh, I'll say regionally, we have a, a, a boots on the ground in those areas. But um, we also have a, a lot of customers that uh, we have uh, long-standing relationships with. Uh, uh, you know, fortunately. Um, They've been with us for many years, just like the the manufacturers. Obviously, it started with the you know the customers, um, and and again the same same story. You know, they've been with us for many many years, decades. Different people now, different companies, but you know the same maybe the same building or you know whatever it might be. And they're in different parts of the country. Maybe they had a facility here, and then they had a different. Uh, they were maybe building another building in a different state, or uh, had another project at another facility across the country. So, our customers have taken us all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so really, I'd say the core is our, our, our team of sales engineers, 
uh, who are working with their customers in their territory. They're out looking for a new business, uh, looking for you know looking for customers that need help solving these challenges, um, and and seeing how we can you know seeing how we can can help new customers uh, in the in their in their region. Uh, but then we also do all those other things um, that you have to do. We have a uh, an outstanding you know web presence, uh, uh, search engine optimization. We get a ton of of opportunities uh, that you know people that come to our website, uh, social media. Um, um, Heather, our director of marketing, does a fantastic job. She does um, making sure that we are are posting to the, all the all the the social media uh, platforms regularly with interesting content, informative content. Um, uh, we we haven't graduated the podcast yet. <laughs> So, That's you know, but, uh, maybe, maybe one day we'll, we'll get there, you know, but yeah. uh, again, I say, like I said, we're, we're, you know, we're slow, slow and steady. So yes, di- you know, digital, uh, we, we do a whole lot of that. Uh, so I would say it's, you know, sort of the old, old fashioned boots on the ground, you know, uh, uh, roll up your sleeves, a uh, 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 sales team uh, out there working with our customers. We have a lot of uh, ex- existing relationships that we've established that come back to us. Right, uh, for for other projects, and yes, we uh, we do we do the uh, industry trade shows. You know the um, you know Modex. Um, we do also do a regional one in a Pack Expo East uh, in Philadelphia. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay, Joe. Yeah, so I, I guess I would be remiss, Marty, if I didn't say that you know we are a partner as well to Conveyor Handling. Um, you know, and we appreciate that relationship that we have with them, and and having the ability to work with their sales team. It's been. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. He's got a real good uh, team there. Uh, matter of fact, I was on the phone with him uh, just the other day talking about a potential application. So, yeah, they're they're very good about reaching out to us. Uh, they're very knowledgeable. They they handle their customers really really well. Uh, they're they they are a great partner to have. Um, you know, both uh, as a potential customer for conveyor handling or as an actual vendor for us as well. So yeah, thank you for that, Doug. No, I mean I think that's something interesting to mention too is that these relationships um, they they go they go different ways. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just all vendor customer. You know, we're buying from from a manufacturer. Um, t- just like you guys, we we purchase robot cells from you uh, mm-hmm. for our systems, and you purchase conveyors from us uh, for your systems and. Maybe sometimes it's just conveyor, or maybe it's conveyor and installation labor, or or maybe just wiring, and you're doing doing the controls, or maybe mm-hmm. we're going to do the controls. You know, so th- there's there's a lot of ways that we can all work together, and I think that goes back to the relationships and how important uh, those are. And mm-hmm. in this industry, it's a very small world. Um, people tend once they get involved in this industry, they tend to stay. It takes a long time to. You know, to get established, to uh, to gain that experience that that makes you uh, successful and effective in this industry, and so then they get probably just like any industry. You know, you're if you if you want to move, you're going to stay in the you know stay in the same industry. That's your that's you know you have that product knowledge and and, and subject matter you know relevant experience. So you you know the, you never know you never know where somebody's going to end up. Um, mm-hmm. You never you never know who you might end up working with in the future. You never and never. You never know how um, how you may uh, uh, need to rely on somebody in the future, or or maybe somebody's going to need to rely on you in the future. So mm-hmm. I think it's just it just stresses the importance um, of relationships, and and I think just not just in not just in this industry, but I mean that you know it go, goes in life, you know too, you know same mm-hmm. same idea. So yeah, so um, what 
you know, you guys, you said earlier, you were, you guys represent leading manufacturers and technology. Are you looking into any advanced technology solutions that are out there today? Maybe anything you dipping your toe into AI or um, maybe in the simpler form like AGVs into the distribution centers. Are you looking into any of this newer style technology that are out there in the material handling and software world? Absolutely. Now, I, I will say, you know, when you go to the trade shows, you see a whole lot of you see a whole lot of cutting edge things, you know, like like, uh, uh, you know, dog robots and, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you know, all these kind of crazy things that don't necessarily um, don't necessarily provide a solution, you know, to your customer who's trying to um, find a way to organize their warehouse better to get more product out the door. Mm. Um, but. A lot of a lot of our manufacturers are doing that. Um, you know, for instance, there are you know there are customers uh, who don't want to apply a barcode label to their uh, uh, cases because they have graphics and artwork from the different manufacturers that you know um, um, you know in this case it's going to be you know wine producers they 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 put they put their their uh, artwork on the on the full case of wine for instance. Mm -hmm. And the traditional way of, of sorting cases of wine and spirits is to put a barcode label on it, and then the scanner is going to read the barcode to know when to release a lane uh, at a merge or at, you know, to divert at a sorter. But, but this particular customer doesn't want to cover up uh, the, the artwork on these cases of, of it's actually beer and wine. So some of the, some of the technology uh, that's available now has made it possible to be able to recognize you know, the, the artwork on the case, mm. uh, the size of the case, um, you know, through their algorithms to be able to identify that case, what that product is, that particular SKU without a barcode label, and to be able to do the same thing, to recognize that, stop that lane, start that lane, release that lane, divert that case to which loading door to get onto the right truck. Um, you know, so that's just just one example, sure. but, but yes, you know, to answer your question, yes, the different the different manufacturers that we work with um, for the different uh, uh, types of material handling solutions, um, they are uh, implementing uh, and integrating a lot of this leading edge technology, and so that's that you know that that is very important for us to to know to know what's out there to know you know, and it's not going to be you're not going to maybe um, um, use the one that's being beta tested, you know, at, at, at the, your best customers, you know, a really big project, you know, what doesn't have all the bugs worked out, you know, obviously, mm -hmm. but you want it, you, we, we need to know what's out there, what, how it's going to be able to help our customers, how we can better help our customers. Um, and, and to then be able to be aware of these, these technologies to be able to offer them to our customers uh, at the appropriate time when they are really, you know, ready for prime time. Um, sure. And so it's important for us to know that they're available and know when they're actually ready uh, uh, to be able to, 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 to put in place uh, in, in industry. Not, you know, um, that's something that that's something that has, um, I think, really served us well mm -hmm. uh, is not to get ahead of ourselves. Um, we have we, there have been manufacturers who have come out with something new um, that provides a solution um, and. Based on our experience, for whatever that situation was, I, I think we wanted to, we we were we were um, conservative, and we said, you know what, we want to we don't we don't think we're ready to actually um, put this in place in our customers' facility yet because we don't 
we don't want to get into that that situation where there are problems down the line and it's actually a, a bigger problem than they had that they were trying to solve. Right. Um, and so I think that's that's something that we that can be tough to do um, because we're you know we're not sitting here you know programming these algorithms. You know, we're relying on our partners. Uh, and their their staff and their expertise, you know, to be able to do that. But it's just more of an awareness of what's going on in the industry, uh, and then working with our our uh, our partners uh, to help us implement the leading solutions at the right time. Great. Now this has been a great discussion, Doug. I really really appreciate it once again. Um, so we're going to wrap it up here in just a moment. Um, so what I like to do when we close is talk about a little bit of success story. Do you have one in mind that uh, maybe recent success that you guys had and that you're willing to share with us? I think I do. And uh, it's one that we we work uh, very hard and very long on together. And um, and we did get a, an outstanding result. Um, and uh, it was uh, for one of the country's uh, top uh, pork producers. Um, they opened up a new plant. Uh, adjacent to an existing plant, and they needed a, a new secondary packaging uh, automation system. So all of the uh, stainless steel uh, conveyor that takes the uh, the pork products, ham, sausage, uh, from the production side of the wall, uh, where it's getting put into that you know clear plastic that you see when it's in the grocery store. Uh, it, when it comes through the wall. Uh, then it's being fed to another packaging system where they put it into a box uh, that mm. needs to get uh, palletized and loaded onto a truck to go to restaurants, grocery stores, you know, et, et cetera, food service distributors, you know, et cetera. So uh, it was the, like I said, the, the stainless steel conveyor that that uh, product uh, is on when it comes through the wall. It was then the packaging uh, equipment at the pack stations uh, to feed the, to erect uh, and feed the empty boxes from the mezzanine level up, upstairs down to the the pack stations uh, on nine different nine different production lines. You had this same you know this same line the same uh, design nine different times for nine lines, and so you had the empty boxes coming down to the pack station. You had the product coming in on the middle conveyor line. You had the lower line as the takeaway line. So the packer would take the take the product. Uh, take the empty box off the the upper line. Take the product off the middle line. Put it into the box. Pull the flaps down. Push it onto the lower line. It went through an automatic uh, case sealer. It then got fed onto a case weigh label uh, reject unit where that case was weighed. A uh, a product label was uh, applied to that with the the weight of the case. We scanned it to verify it had the correct label, and it was and and uh, then would get rejected if it was the wrong label or if it was out of weight. Uh, and then uh, this is where PSA came in, come into play. Uh, mm -hmm. Sort of the uh, you know the, uh, the the highlight of the of the uh, of the system were the uh, robotic palletizing cells. So we had the uh, uh, empty pallet dispenser to feed the empty pallet into place. We had a slip sheet corral uh, where the robot would then automatically pick up a slip sheet, put it onto that empty pallet. The case, the the packed sealed case with the label on it, would be fed into the the, the robot cell. Uh, that those cases would be sequenced and organized uh, to be able to picked, be picked up, whether one, two, or three at a time, based on the 75 different pallet patterns for right. the different size cases right. uh, that, uh, that were involved here. Uh, and so PSA uh, was able to uh, organize all those patterns and all that data to be able to 
uh, uh, program those patterns so we could uh, achieve the, 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 in some cases, 30 cases per minute rate that we needed to. That was pretty aggressive. Uh, yeah. so that was a very, that was a, a very, a very challenging application uh, that, that they uh, were outstanding with, with, with your team, Joe. And so once those cases were picked up by the robot, they would get placed onto uh, that, on top of the slip sheet, which was on the pallet, the empty pallet, they would build the, the cases. And then that uh, a finished pallet would then get uh, uh, discharged on the pallet conveyor into a, a pickup zone uh, where the uh, a forklift would come pick it up. They would print a pallet label, apply that to uh, up to the to the side of the pallet, and they would take that to a, an automatic stretch wrapper. So uh, your team was was excellent to work with. Again, you know, challenge we faced we faced a lot of challenges. They mm-hmm. they, they popped up mm-hmm. unexpectedly all throughout, uh, just as on any project. Uh, this one, just by its large nature, uh, was, you know, there were other challenges that were different than on other projects. But, um, you know, I think that our, our, you know, we had that relationship, um, you know, from working together in prior years that we brought into that, which helped us through it, which mm-hmm. gave us that level of confidence and trust in each other to be able to work through those challenges, come up with solutions. Sometimes maybe it was a, a solution that you guys were facing and maybe uh, you know, maybe we help with and uh, sometimes a, fa- a solution we were facing and, and you guys, help. you know, we, it, it went, it went both ways. We worked together uh, and, uh, and we had a, a great result to that project. So thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, just to note, right, that one food engineering facility of the year, correct? It, it did. It did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's pretty exciting for both of our companies to be a part of that, right? It, 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 it was absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Doug, uh, once again, this has been fantastic. And uh, just let our listeners know again, how can they get a hold of you? Doug at conveyorhandling.com. And again, our company website is www.conveyorhandling.com. Marty, is there anything else you'd like to share? Or? No, this was solid. I love the family part of it a, a lot. And uh, really an educational process for me. So I appreciate it, Doug. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity, guys. You you bet. Thanks a bunch. You take care of yourself now. See you. Thank you for listening to the PSA BizTech Podcast. The PSA BizTech Podcast is a production of Production Systems Automation. More information on this podcast and PSA can be found at PSASystems.com. That's PSASystems.com.